Hello and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from Player One, the podcast where we take an in-depth look at narrative or story-focused game and give our thoughts about them. As always, I'm Alex. I'm George Washington. <laughs> oh man, Mr. Washington, so good of you to join us Hello. here for, for episode four of The Council. I decided that this would be the episode that I came on. You were wondering where I was the whole episode I, four. I was I here know. in the podcast room the whole time. Well, that's so. I'm so glad you responded because we wrote you a lot of letters and tweeted at you because George Washington was famous for his really hot Twitter profile. So yeah. I'm I'm glad that you're you're here with us. Will you be joining us for the full episode? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh weird. yes. Yes. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's me, Duncan. I'm also speaking for George Washington. He's in the room with me, sitting right next to me, sharing a microphone. Uh, and yeah, that's that's the situation. So you know, every once in a while, he'll chime in, give his opinion about something, but. You know, this is just this is just me now. So you know, he's he's taking a little bit. Well, you know, yeah. I I'm I'm happy to have a, a guest on the show. Really, someone yeah, who is always, renowned. I'm hoping happy. hoping hoping he's gonna really give us a lot of insight into what was going on behind the scenes here. I'm um, happy to be here too, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, of, of course, Mr. Washington. Of course. Uh, if you haven't guessed it yet, based on <laughs> the great George Washington um, joining us, we are covering episode. Four of the Council, episode four, Burning Bridges, which came out mm-hmm. September 25th. The Council, of course, the narrative RPG <laughs> element infused. <laughs> RPG element infused. You didn't let me finish. Yeah. Um, story game by Big Bad Wolf. Infused um, like a weak tea bag. Yeah, infused like, you know, when you get your tea to like 80 degrees and you dip uh-huh. the peppermint tea in there and yeah. you're like ooh, now i've got peppermint <laughs> tea and then you throw it away because you don't want it to be like too darkly colored infused yeah. like a lemon in Lacroix. yeah yeah <laughs> you need any other infused metaphors to bring you to the uh general feeling of the game or do you think you've got a grasp on it um infused like the air of your car when you put in your like you know, twelve month old car freshener that you got from like Aldi, but you forgot about it, but it's been like slightly opened. Yes. Yeah. Now you Stuff should like fully that. understand how this game works and yes. all of its mechanics. I think we've very cleanly explained to the council just now. Um and I honestly think that this has been it. This has been a good episode. Um huh? Huh? join us next time for episode five. <laughs> I don't. See, uh, it's a haha funny joke, but it does not like you can't. Really, I know, you know, bounce back from that one. You know, you're not wrong. The problem is, I don't know how to start this because so, I don't know what this game is anymore, Duncan. It's, it's I just wild. don't know what this game is it's, anymore. It's bizarro. So, uh, before I hop right in, this is episode four of the Council Burning Bridges. Um, I yeah, don't know if that's mm-hmm. an appropriate title for what. I've seen thus far uh, coming down here, but it's a wild ride, and I feel like if you haven't listened to any of the council episodes beforehand, it doesn't really matter. Because yeah, this I've is noticed, it, actually. <laughs> something I've noticed about this game is you can literally cut either A, cut the first three episodes out, or sell each episode as its own game because all of the episodes are very disjointed, it feels like. Like, obviously, it has connecting characters and stuff like that, but, like, did you ever feel like within the first three episodes, like, things were really connected? I felt like there were threads that they laid down 
you know, like they were weaving a, an intricate tapestry in episode one, uh-huh. and then they were like, all right, well, it's episode two, so it's time to start a new tapestry. Yeah. You just had like a bunch of tapestries <laughs> that were half-weaved by the same artist, and like you thought that maybe they were in the same tapestry verse, but you couldn't quite figure out how they connected, you know? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, where we were left off last time is... Alex got his uh, Louis, our main character's arm cut off in this wicked puzzle uh, lock to open the door to uh, where? Where was this really? I mean, it was a a place with a a, a spearhead. Not a crypt. More of like a otherworldly mausoleum that was way bigger than makes any sense whatsoever (laughs) for where it actually was. Because this thing, this had to have been at most one story underground, and you couldn't see, like, you walk in and you can't see to the top of where you are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it's it's very portal-ish, like, and it's, well, here's the thing, is you do, like, walk into uh down some stairs and it's not really ever stated how long those stairs are so you know i mean probably not that long yeah probably not that <laughs> long or we'd have louie would be exhausted or he's got really good legs who knows right, maybe but anyways so you're with your your mother and she's like you gotta find the spear i'm gonna go chill out on the dock i'll see you there so I do want to start by saying that I think – so we obviously you didn't get your arm chopped off. Right. I did get my arm chopped off. Yeah. Which seems to me that it should have been a very large differentiator between our two runs. Yeah. It would stand to reason that losing your arm would change the way something happens. Now, here's how – how did your run start, actually? I want to know, like, the exact scene that it – transitioned into i spoke it to you okay so it literally <laughs> just starts with your mother and you walking into the mausoleum yeah which is and a- then your mother's okay. like the spear's got to be here somewhere find the spear and i'm gonna go chill somewhere okay. else so here's how mine started um louis woke up he was kind of dazed um because he got his arm fucking chopped off mm-hmm. and it's all bandaged it up and his mom says, oh, good, you're coming, too. I just figured out the puzzle. And then she reaches in and pulls it and opens the door. <laughs> I had a feeling well, that was what's going to happen. Yep. Well, Louie kind of comes to, and then, you know, it's like, no, don't do it, your arm. And then sort of passes out and then wakes up about 15 seconds later and basically stands up and brushes himself off and says, all right, let's get to it. And then you walk into the mausoleum and your mom says, go find the right spear. I got to go get the bow ready. <laughs> I got to go chill. <laughs> Yeah, that's that sounds like a council move right there. I really feel like I got very punished for getting the puzzle wrong there. Yeah, I mean, if I would have known that, I wouldn't have cheated so hard to get it. <laughs> but did you, like, Ugh. you know, moving further, because I am curious, is did you get, like, a lot of comments about your arm, or was it pretty, like, We'll, we'll talk about that as they okay. come up. All right, that's fair. Um, so you're in this mausoleum and there's a bunch of spearheads and you gotta find the right spear that uh what jabbed christ in the side yeah you're looking for the the holy lance that one of the roman soldiers stabbed christ with so it in theory got his blood all over it yeah yeah so before you just like pick one which i tried to do because i was like well yeah yeah with the logic of with the logic (laughs) now that i know that it really doesn't matter if you get your hand chopped off my mom will just clean that shit up my mom will just go back and pick the right lance and give it to me my Um, mom will fix it yeah my mom fixes everything for me 
Uh, and so you don't find the spear right away because you know you need to go back. You need to look for clues. It's the classic mm-hmm. council move here. So you talk to a couple different people that your uh, mom your mom recommended you go see Piaggi first. Now, this is an interesting scene. This is a weird scene. So Piaggi's looking out into the ocean. You know, yeah, he's in he's, the like the the dinner room that's got a big open view and just sort of like drops off a cliff at the edge. Yeah, and he's looking out into the sky, and I just walked right behind him, and he, he, the whole all the camera angles are facing the back of his head and mm-hmm. his back in Louis's face, and Louis's like, "Hey, I need to ask you some questions about the spear." You know, he mm-hmm. brings it up a little bit better, but not even that much better. No, not uh, really much better. <laughs> and he's like, "Listen." I know you're looking for the spear. I'm looking for the spear too. Let's let's be honest with you. And you start in a back talk mode, and you pretty much just have to be honest with him to win this one. Mm-hmm. And then the whole time before this back talk thing, I think it's before it. He, I think it's right before. Yeah. He will not face you. He's like, no, I I don't want to turn around. And Louis's like, show me your face. Mm-hmm. And it's this big tension. And then he turns around, and his face is pretty normal he says a bloody nose yeah you can like i was expecting him to be like oh my god he's missing half his face <laughs> yeah. but no it's just like you can click on a thing and he's like looks like he had a bloody nose huh. and that's that's kind of fucking it that's it so <laughs> no mention ever again of that there's a lot of tension about piaggi's bloody nose um and then pretty much he tells you that you know your mother's demons that she's been telling you about are more in her head than they are real. And mm. he says, you know, watch out, you know, be careful because you don't want to get yourself too wrapped up into it. Yeah, so Piaggi's basically saying that your mom's crazy. Don't don't follow the same path as her. And also, here's what I know about the spear because you backtalked me real good. <laughs> you were honest with me, so you're your good boy points. Uh, I don't get that line of reasoning because he's yeah. like, look, your mom, she's doing this crazy thing looking for the spear to fight demons. I get it. And, like, you shouldn't go down that path. But here's everything I know about the spear <laughs> in case you want to go down that path. Yeah, it's it's very weird. That's a good point. Um, I'm not going to try and find too much sense in this episode of The Council. Definitely not, as you shouldn't with any. Uh, then we transition into going to Von Volner's room because, you know, He's a he's a pretty wicked occult guy, you know. He's got a lot of stuff, got a lot of reading mm. materials. Knows about so he, alchemy and shit. Yeah, so you just kind of walk into his room. He's got some boring stuff. Uh, I don't know. Did you decipher? There's a letter on his desk. Yeah, he's got a letter written in invisible ink, and you have to like figure out how to, you know, what to use on it to make it readable. And I will tell you right now that the answer is not lime water, and nope. you do not get to take that one back. <laughs> Nope, me neither. <laughs> I'm glad we did the same thing. I thought it was the same thing with the lemon water in the fire. I thought that was the thing we were going to do. Yeah. <laughs> but that's different. He just puts it on and he's like, oh, it's totally unreadable now. And then, well, oh, well. <laughs> I thought that was like information about the spear. So I was worried. I'm like, am I, is this it? Did I, did I fuck up now? But it's okay because you can go read some books and then you learn that the spear was... Um, had the fish? No, I don't know. You learned something about the spear. <laughs> you do get a, a scene where Von Volner catches you in his room, though. Yes, yeah, I was about um, to get into that. But you're, since is, you were so kind to yeah you know, to interrupt me, why don't you take it? Well, I, I, I wanted quite to, I wanted to take. I'm George Washington. Hi, 
Hi. I just wanted to butt in here. Tell you that that was quite rude, but go ahead. Okay, I'll step back now. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you, Mr. Washington. I apologize. Um, the reason I wanted to take this is because um, it's important note, Piaget does not care that you're missing half your arm. Because it's not just your hand. It is like half your arm. Um, Von Volner, though, he cares a lot. And this is great because he walks in and catches you and he goes, Louie, what? I don't know, know what he sounds like. Louie, what happened to your hand? Oh, my God. Are you okay? What's going Louis, on? What happened and to we... your arm? What happened to your arm? <laughs> That's how he sounds. Yeah, he, um, Louis plays it off so fucking cool. He's just like, oh, this, it's nothing. It's my fault. Don't worry about it. You know, I was searching around, and you know how this whole place is booby-trapped, and I just got in over my head. Don't worry about it. Honestly, it's nothing. And Von Volner's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> nice. <laughs> what? <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, that is the extent of what you hear about the fact that you're missing your arm for this episode. <laughs> I like how this is a new session in this episode. Is who's going to comment on my missing arm. <laughs> and why don't you, you want to continue with the, the Volner? Yeah, so the actual conversation is like a backtalk mode where he accuses you of, you know, being in his room and you're trying to steal information about the Lance and you um, kind of go back and forth with him trying to convince him that, no, no, I'm cool. Just tell me what you need to know about it. I didn't. I fucked this one up real me bad. Too. So, yeah, he just kicked me out pretty much immediately and but, said that I was an asshole or whatever. But I looked it up because, you know, I'm a cheater boy. And he tells you the exact same information that's in the book. So it doesn't really matter that much. He's just hmm. more mad at you, I guess. Interesting. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Uh, so with that information, that's enough, I guess, for you to go find the spear. <laughs> uh, did you do any more clue hunting? Uh, I went up to Mortimer's room because he has a statue of oh, right. somebody holding that. the lance, um, yeah. and you can basically look at that and see, like, oh, this is the figure that's on it, and then you can investigate it further and be like, he would probably try to trick me, so this is probably not the figure that's on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of the extent of it. You can read, like, the Bible in front of the mausoleum place, and it also has some information about it. And then you get to go choose a spear. Yeah, so uh, you go choose a spear, you bring it home, Ask the and oh, and you run into uh, Napoleon on your way out after you grab the spear. Yeah, uh, which spear did you grab first? Do you remember? Ooh, it was the bronze one with the fish on it. Okay, I grabbed one that was just had a bronze coating and was a boar mm. because they said that it Piaget says it has a boar on it. I'm pretty sure. Oh, and they say it's a shiny metal, and bronze didn't strike me as crazy shiny well if you Hmm. okay we'll see how that plays out that's interesting yeah i mean we'll see if it plays out let's be fucking honest yeah (laughs) it'll probably either way your mom will pick it up and be like i grabbed the boar spear for you honey and then (laughs) and then she'll throw it to you and you'll be like great i can kill all the demons now and then you kill demons. yeah i can't wait um this is definitely a demon killing tool right i mean that's what it seems like but I, I hope it is. Otherwise, so you uh, you you leave this mausoleum with your spear, which it doesn't tell you if you chose the right spear or not, which I like because you don't immediately get it. But um, you run into Napoleon, who's outside, and he immediately accosts you and is like, "Louis, I you how I heard you're looking for the lance. You're going to ruin everything." And you know, kind of yells at you and says that 
you were eavesdropping on him and that other people said that you were going to do this and it'll ruin the whole deal that you're trying to do. And, I mean, you basically – it was not hard to just tell Napoleon, like, oh, no, they're fucking with you, not me. I'm cool. And he's like, oh, of course, that makes sense. My oh. bad. Oh, man. I'm a tough guy. I'm oh, such no. a tough guy. Right? So I took all what the did tough you do? guy points in that infused <laughs> RPG element. <laughs> And I and gave Croy like, RPG. Croy <laughs> <Like> RPG. <laughs> That's the new like ranking system of complexities for RPGs. Oh, I like it. Okay, so you uh, took the tough guy option. And it said, "Hit Napoleon." Like, oh my punch god! Punch Napoleon. And I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" I've been wanting to do this the whole game, right? So yeah. saying nothing, he walks up to Napoleon. I'm like, "Oh, closed fist." Like, real hard, right? He gives him an open slap on the face. <laughs> Napoleon looks confused. Confused. Nothing like, no, like, intensive pain or anything like that. And then Louis just fucking dips. Louis, like he, what the fuck? He just leaves. And, and, and then he says, I, I just, you know, like, I just ruined his day. And, like, I you know, knocked him out. I better get out of here. Like they, they <laughs> recorded voice lines as if like Louis curb stomped this guy's ass, but nothing <laughs> happened. It was bizarre. I fucking love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's great. Oh, all right. So you finish up with, um, with Napoleon and you run to meet your mother at the dock. And as you make it to the, the big room, the big entry room, which is like my favorite room, I think in the game, it's got that enormous like Zeus statue looking yeah. down, which is I really cool. Zeus and statue. it makes for good, like, you know, imposing conversations. Unlike the ones you have with Washington in front of it. Yeah. Um, Washington is always chilling there. <laughs> so Mortimer stops you. Um, and he's like, for me, he was like, Louis, oh, your hand. Oh, no, your mother's gotten you into some shit, hasn't she? Come here, come here. Let's have a discussion. Um, and that's actually the last time that anybody mentions your hand. Um, wow. And yeah, I, You know fucking, what? It's it was nothing. a short-lived series, and I <laughs> it loved it. it. I loved it. People, I'm going to make a best fun. of Louis' missing hand compilation. I guess we do have one more episode. There's some potential. That's true. That's true. Um, so he calls you over, and he's like, Louis, it's time I told you the truth. And then he reveals just the biggest info dump in any video game I've ever played. And I was not ready for, like, I, this, there was a tension. Where were right? you? There is a tension running through. That is the through line of these last two episodes was like, oh, man, what's going on with this weird supernatural stuff? What's going on with your mom? What's going on with, like, Mortimer? What's his role in this whole thing? Like, ooh, this is all going to come to a head in episode five. Nah. Nah, it's right here. Nah. <laughs> Hold your pants, boys and girls, because we got a big... D- nope. I was going to say, we got a big dump for you. <laughs> That's not right. Duncan. Yeah. Oh, you got to do better. <laughs> we, got a, we got a lot for you here. So Mortimer reveals um, that the super fun thing is he is a demon. Yes. As He's suspected. just like, hey... I'm a demon. And you're like, oh. It's true. I'm a demon. <laughs> cool. You get to ask a lot of questions right after he says this. Yeah. Um, about like, well, are you the devil? 
what no. about Christianity and Lies. It's, like, it's wrong? And like, okay, how long have you been alive? Forever. Since how long have you been mortified? Six hundred years, I think he's yeah. been Mortimer, something like that. Um, yeah. And then here's here's the thing I hated about this scene, um, and this is the only thing because everything else is perfect. Uh, he, <laughs> you have an option. There's an option that requires like logic, and it takes four or five points, mm-hmm. and it just says like historical events. So I I've got a bunch of points in logic. Yeah. So I was like, fuck it, let's do this. I expected Louis to be like, oh, my God, like piecing together crazy things. And it just unlocks the option for you to ask about different times in history. And Louis doesn't, like, pull out crazy shit. He's just like, well, what about ancient Rome? Well, what about Egypt? <laughs> well, what about Greece? And then he'll answer you. But, like, those were really interesting because he's just telling you who he was. Like, oh, I was, you know, Imhotep II or whatever from ancient Egypt, and I was this Roman figure. Um and that should not have been locked behind, like, five skill points. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. He... But there's still significantly more info dumps coming. Yeah, I'll take the next one here. Uh, probably, <laughs> these aren't in spe- a specific order here. Yeah, Holm, finding well, out that Holm is also a demon is kind of the second thing. Okay, yes. I'll, I'll try and order these in a climactic best way. So Gregory Holm is also a demon, and he's Mortimer's brother. He Ooh. also, they both have a dad, and he doesn't like his dad. Dad is mm-hmm. no good. He's got dad issues. And so these demons are in this house, right? They're in this mansion. And then, correct me if I'm saying this wrong, because I think I, I think I have it right. But they are calling the world leaders to this council, and then they are manipulating them but not manipulating them with their powers. They're letting them decide, but influencing them in the ways yeah. that they believe the world should be run to give the illusion of freedom. Uh, but they are like behind the scenes on everything. Yeah. So they do admit that they have the power to control people's minds. And yeah, this was the way that they decided to try and curb the like infighting and wars between the various demon families throughout the world was that they would just, when they had issues, they would call together the secret council, and then they would just be really crafty and manipulate the humans, but forbid each other from using their powers on the humans to make a decision. So, mm-hmm. And then that would be enacted. Um, and they are kind of like at different points, which becomes the crux, which we'll talk about a little later on, for like what they each want out of this council meeting. Yeah, so um, here's the big one. Mortimer. Oh, I cannot wait for this reveal. I'm so excited. <laughs> is your daddy. He's the dad. He's your dad. <laughs> but yep. your mom isn't your mom. So Nuh-uh. wait, wait, wait. If Mortimer's my dad, then <gasps> I'm a demon? The conversation doesn't go exactly like that, but I think it would work <laughs> it a lot may better. As well have. <laughs> yeah. So you are a demon. This would explain your visions your uh, dreams, your, you know, everything. Like weird sequences <gasps> at the beginning where you hear a bunch of people talking. Oh, my God. Wait. Hold on. What? Do you remember when you were having all the visions? Right? Okay. And you got bloody noses all the time. Yeah. And Piaggi had a bloody nose. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! I didn't think of that. I don't real. There's something going on with Piaggi and some oh, demons, but I don't man. know what. I don't know that Piaggi is a demon, uh, but he may have been being controlled sense, by demons. 
Everyone you ever talked to could have been being controlled by a demon at that exact but point. But it was illegal to do that in the house, though. Oh, they don't give a fuck. They just say <laughs> they do. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Okay, first off, Mortimer, not going to stick by his own rules. Holm, definitely not going to play by the rules. Yeah. Big Bad Wolf Entertainment, definitely not going to play by their own rules. <laughs> so I've been controlled by a demon? Oh, no. No, Washington, you're just an idiot. Ah, yes. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, of course, yes. No, this makes sense. <laughs> this makes so much more sense. <laughs> they can't They can't stay in my mind. It's a barren wasteland. They'd starve in there. <laughs> I love picking on George Washington. Only in this game. They Only just, in this game. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everywhere Real Washington was probably wicked cool, yeah. but... Oh, man. <laughs> This multiverse Washington blows. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking Bioshock Infinite, man. There's always a Washington. Yeah, um, for sure. So yeah, after that, he's like, okay, so you're a demon, and you can also read minds and uh, also jump into people's bodies. And he's like, wow, I can read minds. Can you teach me? And um, you don't really – here's the thing. You get, like, very, very little option to be like, no, actually. Yeah, you don't have the option to say, yo, this feels raw. Uh, you can say it early. You can be like, isn't that an invasion of privacy? And he's just like, ha, 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 we're demons. And then <laughs> yeah. that's the end of that conversation. Yeah, it's it's like that. And even, like, accepting that fact is pretty, like, he's like, well, that does track. I am a demon. <laughs> this makes sense. Okay. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, if game. somebody's like, hey, I'm your real dad, your mom's not your mom, also you're a demon, also you can read minds, are you going to be like, damn, I don't want to learn how to do that last one? Well, yeah, the last one's definitely a test to figure out if you are a true demon, but he, like, buys that shit real early. Yeah, he also bought his mom's shit real early when she was like, there's demons, and he was like, oh, well, all right, I, you <laughs> yeah. are probably true. That's true. I do trust you, mom. Um, Fucking so uh, he says, you know, you can read minds. Let's do a quick test. You do a mind read, which is a new mechanic, which I'm pretty happy about. Yeah. Uh, where at any given point you can read people's minds, but don't try and read Gregory Holmes' mind or Mortimer's mind because they will know that you're doing it because they were stronger demons. They they you said they say you have not built up a good defensive wall yet or stealth you know you're not good at it yet so mm -hmm. uh give it some time and you'll you'll get there um <clears throat> and then um yeah louis says it's a lot to take in there's a lot of shit i gotta go through which finally you know someone's saying something like that mm -hmm. and uh mortimer is like hey listen you, I, you got time to think about this i want you to make your own decisions i want you to be your own person why don't you go to your mom talk to her about it uh, ask her about Paris, because, like, that's when your mom took you away from me. Your mom stole you away okay, from me. Okay, he doesn't just say that. He's like, that's when your mom, like, disemboweled your real mother and stole yeah. you from me. It's like, whoa! <laughs> yeah. Fuck. And All right. He just kind of, like, smiles and nods his head, and he's like, okay. <laughs> I'll ask her about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, he... Which is kind of cool of Mortimer to just be like, hey, man, I'm going to just go, like, dump everything that, you know, like, I've been holding back from you for four episodes. 
and uh, <laughs> go talk to your mom about it, I guess, and we're cool. Like, I'm your real dad. Nice to meet you. You're a demon. Yeah. <laughs> it's a power play for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like the last cool thing Mortimer ever does. Um, yeah, and you just sort of take it in, and then you go off to see your mom at the docks. And this scene, I think probably, it feels like maybe it played out differently for us, or maybe it played out exactly the same. I don't really know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, why don't, do you want to start? Or Sure. Sure. Okay. Sure. First off, was Emma or Emily at your dock? This is uh, turns out it was Emma. Cool. Me too. Yeah. Um, so we, you were right last time that we fucked yes, that one up. Yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyways. So... Emma is pointing a gun at your mother, and essentially, you gotta win a backtalk mode to get her from not shoot to shoot her, because she is like, I'm now the only uh, Hillsboro girl, because, you know, they were twins, mm-hmm. and the other one's dead now, so she can, like, be the only Hill- Hillsboro, and I don't really understand the motivation to kill the mom. Mm, nobody does. Don't worry about it. Good. 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 <laughs> good. Um, anyways, there's a gun pointed, and Louis is going to win or fail this backtalk mode. Why don't you tell me how you did? Oh, you finish up your scene, because we're already at different points. Okay, interesting. <laughs> uh, backtalk mode with her, and... Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shot in the dark and say that it was difficult for you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It was difficult for me for some reason. Uh, and I lost. I lost Ooh. the backtalk mode. And then a gun fired at my mom, and now she's dead. Mm. And Louie, Louie's got a really good reaction. She, you know, like laughs and walks away, and then he runs up to his mom, and he goes, No! No! <laughs> no! It's not even anything like, not like that. It's very much like, it's very like that. Too like, oh, you know, hell yes. he's gonna eat her. Then he's gonna eat me. Oh my god! It's like almost exactly like that. The camera zooms out. Mom's dead. Part two over. Wow. Okay. So ours did play out decently differently then. Okay. Um. So I left and I was like, hell yeah, I'm a demon. I got my demon powers. I got my demon life ready. I'm going to go be a demon. I'm going to tell my mom that I'm a demon. I'm going to read the fuck out of her thoughts. I'm going to figure out what's going on. I can't wait. And I walk up to the dock, and what do I see? But who looks like Emily, and it turns out it's Emma standing over the corpse of my mother. Um, because apparently there's what? a time gate where if you do something wrong, you don't make it there before that confrontation is over, and she what? has already killed your mom. Wait, what? I don't know, what but in the failed section do? at the end of part two, it said you did not make it in time to save your mother. I know what you did. Oh, Washington, what did I do? I know what we did in my bedroom. We played checkers for an hour straight, and you read my mind. I knew it was you. I knew you knew exactly where I was going to put my next piece. You use your powers for evil, and now this is the consequence you serve, which is ironically the same consequence the other person served. (laughs) It was probably, now that I think about it, it was probably that I spent a while unconscious because I got my arm chopped off. That's my guess, but, but that I don't know. that doesn't make any sense, though. Like, No, it doesn't. Yeah, because... It, <laughs> no, that doesn't make any sense. That makes no fucking sense. Well, That's maybe dumb. Emma... No, okay, so it took... You and your mom went straight into the fucking 
mausoleum. I kept wanting to say vault of glass, and I'm pretty sure that's a raid in Destiny, so that's nothing. Um, <laughs> you and your mom go into the mausoleum immediately. My mom has to spend some time fixing my fuck-ups and, like, bandaging up my but- arm. And meanwhile, Emma was already, like, you know, putting on her makeup and grabbing her gun and walking towards the dock. So your mom was, you know, my mom got there later, so uh, she got okay. I'm confused now. It no, doesn't make sense. I don't think You're right. It makes any okay, sense. maybe I just like spent too long looking at random things. Maybe there's just like a ten minute gate on some area. Uh, yeah, um, but I anyway, I went directly down. So, um, so this is what happened for me: is I walked in and she, you know my mom was dead and Emily was standing there. <laughs> And I was like, Mom, no, what happened? And she was like, "He, she just attacked me. I wanted to see what she was doing on the dock. And so I said hi. And then she, like, pulled a gun <laughs> on me. And then, you know, I got startled. And then she came at me, so I shot her. And I'm so sorry. And then you read her mind, and she's like, oh, this idiot, he's fallen for it. What an idiot. He doesn't even know. And then I'm basically like, Emma, Emma, you, you killed her. What the hell's wrong with you? Um... And, you know, Louie gets a little mad here, and then she basically reveals, she's like, yeah, you're an idiot, I'm the one that slept with you, not my sister, that's, like, where I got you, ha ha ha, you idiot. Uh, And then she walks away, and I chose the very good option that you have here at this point, which is, um, kill her? (laughs) So Louie yells, die, you bitch, in that exact tone of voice, and then runs over and strangles her to death. Wow. Okay. Yep. okay, I'm now remembering my scene <laughs> playing out differently. Okay, good. Because <laughs> I did forget one major aspect. When I said she said, ha, 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 and then walked away, nah, my mom and her shot each other at the same time. Oh, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I forgot so that she one is crucial dead. bit of info. I just got to strangle her while yelling, die, you bitch. Yeah. Which was yeah. super, honestly, kind of satisfying because I did hate her, but Ooh. also... It was not – it didn't play out well. And I find it hard to believe that she couldn't overpower Louis. He has half of an arm gone. Yeah. And he also chokes her for about two and a half seconds. <laughs> well, any longer in it would have made for a weird <laughs> gameplay session. Yeah, but, that's fair. You know. Um, that's so interesting. Yeah, that's the end of part two. And then you just is, take, like, a good sleep. Yeah, then you <laughs> just, like – you just rest a little bit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> you just – Go to you just take a snooze through the night. You know, you sleep in a little bit. It's a nice morning. <laughs> Nothing really changes at the beginning of part three, you know? You gotta like wake up in the same home and uh Gregory knocks at your door, and now that you know you know he's your uncle, he mm-hmm. uh, kinda just talks to you about things and he says, Hey, I want you to take my side. Monarchy is the best. Man, forget about that democracy. It's bad and uh, you want to side with me in all this. Hey, yeah. And, uh, they, he does go into, like, some more specifics, which I thought were kind of interesting about, like, you know, there's these different families, and we're the oldest family, and there was, you know, I think he said there were, like, seven different families in all, and, you know, we have been doing this, like, basically he says we have been controlling humans and, like, using monarchy to control humans since the beginning of time to save them from themselves, and he says that if humans had the ability to make their own choices he's certain that they would have all killed each other by now um and that's kind of like why he wants to maintain monarchy because that's like how he can ensure that they have control over humans and that they don't kill themselves ostensibly and also that like 
their dad's a real stickler for monarchy and that he'll probably end up killing Mortimer if he decides to do the democracy thing. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, yeah, sure. And, <laughs> and uh, I don't really know how monarchy, like, saves things. But I guess that's just, like, his rationale it's, because it's like this is the way it's always been. I, I think his idea is just if it's a monarchy as opposed to a democracy, they have you know, complete control because they're in charge of the one person who controls everything, mm-hmm. whereas democracy has checks and balances, so they can't be possessing everybody in a democracy. Right. Uh, so. so he leaves and he says, you know, obviously it's your choice, so I'm going to head out and, uh, you know, go talk to Mortimer. Uh, so I don't know if he tells you to go talk to Mortimer, but you're go- you're going to go talk to your dad. Uh, mm-hmm. So you go up to his office, and this is weird scene i think yeah i hope you might have gotten this too and maybe this is what you're talking about earlier when we were talking uh this is bad for me saying this right now uh anyways yeah, we were talking off mic it's fine yeah we we're talking off mic about this but he begins talking to you as if you like picked him over someone else like your mom i guess he uh, so this is the way i read Can this you, and yeah. this is kind of this hones in on a lot of my problem with the narrative design and confusion of this game. He talks to you, and he talks to you in a way that makes me believe that they just assumed that you had a lengthy conversation with your mother where she explained what happened. Because he says explicitly, like, now that you know her secret. And yeah, I don't, because she was dead already. Yeah. I think your mom is actually either your or Mortimer's sister. I think that's what it was. But I don't know because I didn't get that. There's just there were like some brief allusion to the word sister in somewhere, and I think that was like the secret was that your mom wasn't your mom, but she was still part of the demon family, and that she was looking for a way to kill everybody. But he also like makes virtually no like reference to the fact that she died. Shot. He literally just says, "I'm sorry it played out that way." I feel like a gunshot wouldn't kill a demon. I feel like you'd have a lot I mean, less demons. That was kind of my next thing was, how yeah. the fuck do these demons die? Because you don't get to ask that question. Yeah, what's up with that? I feel like they're withholding that because they don't want to, like, ruin the big thing where you grab the spear and you stab it into the demon's fucking yeah. tum or head yeah. or whatever. Also, um, he does not give a fuck that Emily died, or Emma. He's yeah. literally nobody cares. And Louis, like, Louis seems surprised that he doesn't care. But, like, at this point... He's like, yeah, I've been playing the he, the man game for, like, 8,000 years or whatever. So, like, mm-hmm. who gives a fuck about one significant, insignificant speck? And Louis, all of a sudden, his, like, high horse extends <laughs> to the sky. And he's like, don't you care? These are real people. And, like, I get that. I, I That's a totally valid emotion to have. But you can't have that emotion if not, like, uh, maybe, like, 12 hours ago you were like, Sweet, I can invade people's privacy in their minds? No problem. <laughs> I have no issues with this. Little bit of dissonance there. Yeah, um, just a bit. So but, um, he asks you, he says, all right, you know, now you're working with me, boy. So mm-hmm. what I want you to do is I got one more ability for you. And Louis essentially, like, claps his hands. He's like, yay, one more <laughs> ability. I can't wait. Uh, and... You can now jump into people's bodies and control them while you remain unconscious. Yeah. Uh, so he wants you to go to Piaggi's room. He wants you to take over his body and then write a letter to the Pope saying that things are great here. 
I am going to side with Mortimer's project. And home is no good. And mm-hmm. then, um, you know, I'll TTYL kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then you go do that thing. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of build up to that. And then yeah. you, uh, you know, you do it. Yeah. There's really no other options. I feel like, I don't know when I, when I went with Mortimer and I instantly kind of like became his like lackey to do all this work. I kind of feel like I should have had an option to go with Holm because he's very like, if you want to like, you know, go with me, that's your choice. But and then I think your cho- like your option to do that comes during the possession, right? Like you're yeah. I that's think the true. idea is that you're just playing along so that everybody thinks you're on their side, and then that's when you start to make your actual decision. Because I mean, to the game's credit, Louis does even say something where like during that conversation he says like oh cool i can't wait to try this out and then like inner monologue says like we'll see when we actually get there yeah Um, that's true but that is also the extent you get of louis being apprehensive about this thing (laughs) for sure um then so you go do the thing it plays out exactly like i said uh you begin to write the letter for the pope and there's a little puzzle in here where uh you have to pick the correct stamp as well as this correct secret code that is like based on the tattoo on your hand where you like correspond the um numbers in the year and month or year and day with the um numbers and or yeah with the numbers and letters on the tattoo on his palm and then this is the moment where you can either discredit home or um mortimer or both of them which is an interesting choice yeah, I like that you can just write a letter that's like, man, fuck these guys. It's all bad in here. Also, lots of demons. Yeah. I don't actually I don't actually know if you say that in the option. But. Yeah, because what did you pick? I sided with Mortimer for reasons that I'll talk about a little more later. Okay, me too. Me too. Yeah, we're playing the same game. It's fine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, either way, it would come out the same way, I almost promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and then, so when you're done with the letter, you slip it into Louis's pocket, and then you sit down. Well, you're about to sit down, and uh, who else but Von Wolner? He comes mm-hmm. in, and he's all in a fucking tizzy. He's, he's not happy. He's not happy. He, like, bullies Piaggio, I guess. Like, it kind of seems like he's definitely the <clears throat> the alpha in this relationship. You know what I mean? He, he is definitely not trusting of Piaggi. And he's like, hey, like, you're siding with him. You're going to fuck us all over. And then you enter, like, a backtalk mode. And you're like, no, I'm not. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't know what you chose, but I was like, he's just unconscious there because yeah. I gave him way <laughs> gave too him many drugs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, good, good. Now I can kill him. Which I'm like, <laughs> what a fucking turn. The escalation from, like, oh, man. There's this guy in your room who I wasn't expecting to see here, too. You're obviously trying to, like, frame me. Don't even tell me he's just asleep. To, I don't know, man, horse strength classes. What are you going to do? They're like, well, if he's asleep, <laughs> let's kill him. Yeah. So this is weird. This is a really weird thing. Is in the, like, in the video I watched of, you know, someone else playing it, and we got, we you know, we backtalked him correctly, right? He's mm-hmm. like, ah, this is good. We're both looking for the spear. Everyone's looking for the spear. It's best that we pool our information so we can work together. And then he comes in here with this fucking attitude. Like, I know we didn't get that, 
but you know this scene doesn't play out differently if you succeeded in that back talk mode. Probably. I can not. almost guarantee it. And if I'm wrong, no one would have played the game to prove me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I can I just say I fucking adore the idea, and I know this isn't what happens, but I adore the idea that you can fuck this up and Von Volner just like kills Louis's body and then you just play the rest of the game as PSG. <laughs> so much more happy. That would be amazing. Did you pass or fail this? I passed it. See, I failed it, which is oh, interesting. Shit. What happens? Uh, he, um, he, he, he just kind of like, okay, uh, sorry, it, it took me a while to remember what happened. So he comes at him with this like syringe of poison, oh, and oh. you're like, no, 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 like, don't do this, don't do this. He's like, don't fuck with me or it'll be you who I put this syringe in while you're sleeping, bitch. Bitch Piaggi, I'll fucking kill you. He's kind of like <laughs> got that attitude. And then um, he gets closer to Louis and you like push him, like schoolyard push him essentially. And then he's like, ah, fuck it. And then he leaves. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Really just took the edge off that one. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the good schoolyard push that really gives the murderers away, you know? I I really liked this one because you can, like, the way to succeed after you convince him that, like, you're not sharing information is just being like, hey, man, don't kill him in my room. Like, <laughs> kill him somewhere else later. Rose. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, man? Yeah, that's uh, fucking great. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, so that's, that kind of ends. Uh, after this, I think you don't really do anything else specific, right? Not really. You just, like, the, I think there's some scene where you kind of make your way um, back to where Mortimer is, and the game basically ends with you getting back to that big, you know, dining room that's overlooking the bay, and you talk to uh, Mortimer, telling him that you, you know, for us at least, we wrote the letter to the Pope, which I don't actually understand what the fuck you're doing? Because you're writing a letter to the Pope telling the Pope that you're going to change your vote, and that's supposed to secure the fact that your vote changed, even though that letter's not going to make it to the Pope before the vote in, like, six hours because the letter won't even be mailed. Huh. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. that's. It's like they had a really good puzzle with, like, a hand, and they were like, hold on, we need a frame for this somewhere. <laughs> oh, you could, like, take over his body and look at his tattoo hand? You couldn't do oh, that yeah. unless you took over his body. Why would you have to take over his body, though? Um, 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 I don't know. He's He likes the Pope, right? What if he wrote the Pope a letter? <laughs> yeah, ship it. Um, cool. So I, we're shitting on this game a lot, but I enjoyed this episode. Uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. So you, again, <laughs> I just read the fucking document. Um, so you get, you are presented with this option, and you're presented first with the option of you know Gregory and Mortimer talking to you and kind of presenting their sides, and you know saying that Mortimer is in danger, and Mortimer saying that their dad is like not, you know, their dad is afraid of change, and it's time for a new regime to take over, and then you get the choice to first affirm whether you're going to give in to your demon side or try to maintain your humanity mm, but it's not like they don't phrase side. it that way it just says like you have the choice of saying either i'm a demon or i'm a human yeah um <laughs> yeah i don't know what what did you choose there demon 
I also chose demon, but I wasn't like, I'm going to give in and be a demon. I was just like, I'm a, I'm a demon now. I should probably make use of this ability. Yeah. Um, I really, I really want to know what the human option is. There's I not do many too. parts in this where I'm like, I really want to know like what the option is for this, but like, this is definitely one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you choose demon like we both did, you then have the option of choosing between either supporting um, Holm or supporting Mortimer uh, and just like, you know, saying, I think their plan is right. And then, you know, taking your spot on the political chessboard, as they say, like nine and a half times. Yeah. Um, and I'm assuming you also chose Mortimer here. Yes. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, I chose I, I chose too. daddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and then Holm basically is like, well, you've made a bad choice. And Mortimer's like, aha. And then Holm says that you'll never win the vote anyway. And then Mortimer's basically like, oh, yes, I will. And then it's, you know, end credits for episode well, four. we do – correct me if I'm wrong. I believe we get a scene with all of the voters and you. I, I did not. Hmm. Mine ended here immediately. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong. Maybe I, you are. Yeah, maybe. I won't talk about it then. Um, so that was chapter four. Yeah, that was burning bridges. Burning bridges. You How can tell because of all the bridges. Burn? That burned. <laughs> <laughs> you mean, burn one bridge. You burn. Yeah. Well, okay. I I did also kill a person, so I guess I burned at least two bridges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's bridges. That's multiple. Yeah, that's that plural. Counts. Um. <laughs> so, overarching things before we talk about any specifics. One, Washington needed to be in this episode 100% more than he was. Okay. Let's, like, work in some ideas as to why Washington wasn't here. Um, what was he doing in the background? So, he was not just sleeping in because <laughs> I checked his room three times to try Same. and get more Washington Same. scenes and no such luck there. Same. Um, I did talk to him... Or I didn't actually talk to him, but I think I ran into him once standing in front of a fireplace, and he didn't have anything to say. He was just, you know, good oh, daddy, Louis. you can ask him about the spear, and it's a really good scene. I forgot about this one. Okay. What does he say? So you walk up to him, he's like, hey. And it's like you have an option to bring it up to him directly or, like, kind of passively. He's like, hey, isn't it weird that, like, all the paintings in here. There's like a lot of spear paintings. Isn't it weird that we have to like oblige by Mortimer's taste? And he's like, that's literally the last thing I would have thought of. Because uh, Louis playing it off like, doesn't it bother you that this? And Washington's like, no, it, it doesn't bother me. That's a weird thing to be bothered by. <laughs> and, and then he's like... You know anything about like the lance, like this lance I keep seeing yes, around okay. here? Yes, okay, I, I do remember this now, because I have written down that you literally just said you were going to be sneaky, and then you just say, what about that lance? <laughs> See, a lot of lance things around here, this is weird. Yeah, and um, he's like, no, nah, I don't know what that is, and that's it. That's really yeah. the only scene you get. It's really disappointing, because he's by a landslide the best character. You know what I love the idea of? Hmm. I love the idea of Washington, like, doing his own private investigation, but he's always, like, three episodes behind. <laughs> so he's, like, always discovering the things that we discovered, like, two or three episodes ago. Like, he's just now caught on that, like, Elizabeth Adams is dead. And he <laughs> just found that out. He just found out she's dead, <laughs> yeah. even though they had, like, a big meeting. <laughs> yeah. He was Louie, Louie, come here. Come here. 
I think Elizabeth Adams, <laughs> daughter of my good friend John Adams, was murdered three nights ago. Remember oh. when everyone was wondering whether or not you killed Elizabeth Adams? I think that she was murdered. I don't think you did it, Louis. I believe in you. Which also brings up the topic that Mortimer admits that he killed Elizabeth Adams. Oh, yeah, I forgot. He does do that, doesn't he? Yeah. Wow, just missing that one, huh? Yeah. I have a lot to say about Mortimer this episode, so that'll yeah. tie in pretty well. Um, yeah, that. so that's my first thing on the overarching scale is that we needed more Washington. Yeah. Um, but for I will still season, say, did you enjoy this episode? Yeah, that's that's my next thing. I I still had fun with it. I had fun yeah. much more in the second half than the first half. I thought when you were like finding clues about the spear, it didn't really work very well. No, it was a pretty lackluster puzzle. Yeah, and exploration. I'm so sick of walking around this stupid mansion. Yeah, me too. I was really hoping you would just like walk up there and then they would teleport you to Piaggi. Yeah, but no such luck. Um, but yeah, what about you? Did you? Did you enjoy the episode? Yeah, so I, I feel very similar to you that the second half was definitely better than the first half. I love, you know, I think we get so, like, fast and loose and just, like, shit-talking when it comes to some of the aspects of this game. But mm-hmm. I just, I love the scene with you and Mortimer. It, it's so, like, comical yet interesting, like, with the amount of, like, mind i'm putting air quotes here mind-blowing information (laughs) Uh, okay and like i i just wish this would have been the game one or two episodes ago like if we would have gotten into this i get that you got to build tension and everything like that but i just wish we would have gotten to this so much sooner of like you being a demon and being able to read people's Mm. minds and like delving more into that part of you i think would have given louis more time to grow as a character than this very like static like white bread dude who's just like i'm gonna figure out the mysteries like he does not have much character to him other than that and like clearly there's something supernatural happening to him but i mean if you think about any good story like that it doesn't take them four-fifths of the way through the story to realize their powers like it just well i think it could right i think it could i just think that they didn't like the pacing was off right i think if they were going to have this be the way that it panned out this should have happened like towards the end of episode five it should have been like the huge reveal that changed everything but as of as it stands like the tension of like is this supernatural demon thing actually happening what's going on with your mother what's going on like what the odd like the oddities happening you don't really have time to like stew in that and like be presented information on both sides to try and make up your mind they just like introduced the concept last episode don't really talk about it much until the end of the episode again and then at the beginning of this one you're already told that everything is true so yeah. like the i think you can either do what you said and like reveal it early or you can like make that an actual tense thing make that right. a focal point and they they kind of didn't do either which is a little disappointing yeah and uh, if there's anything i love about the council it's it's outrageous Washington. bullshit like yeah that's my favorite part about the council and like seeing it come out now i'm like yes i want more of this i need more of this let me read george washington's mind while i talk to him about oh dumb God, shit. Please. like i just i really want to um and i'm sure i might get a little bit of it i so predictions for episode five i enjoyed episode four i mean overall 
and I I probably have a couple more things to say about it, but this I I do too. Sprouted my mind though. This sprouted my mind that like is episode five literally going to be the council where we make the big decision? Like is that? I mean, that'll be a part of it, and then at some point the dad will be introduced, and yeah. he'll probably be somebody that we all know. Some political, I don't know what more famous political figure they could get, but it'll be somebody, <laughs> and then. Uh, He'll be fucking Jesus or something. Oh no, hey, actually, Mortimer did say that Jesus was his dad. I don't want to gloss over that. Because <laughs> we did just I gloss missed over that detail. It. Wait, wait, what? When you talk about Christianity, when you have the option to ask him different things, you said, like, are you Jesus? And he's like, no, but he was my father. He liked to show off and make his presence known. So Weird. there's that for you. This is a, you know what? They did warn us at the beginning of the game, you know, that all religious affiliations were all working yep, fictions. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yep. a bold statement. That's a big one right there to be like, hey, my dad was Jesus. And Christianity isn't real. Sorry, you got it wrong. All re- I, I, I mean, in that logic, though, right? Like, it's pretty much saying all religions aren't real. Yeah, and he does say that, like, every religion got most of it wrong. Yeah. Basically, so there's a it's lot fine. of weird, it's just weird questions and answers with the demon stuff. Yeah, and they keep saying Damon. It yeah, <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. I like yeah. that. I like that weird spelling of it. And yeah, um, tell you what, fucking Microsoft Word doesn't like the spelling of it like that. <laughs> I hates it. <laughs> that's that's true. Um, I do want to say just one more thing about the way I enjoy this game. Um, because I've said this before, and I, I'm, you know, we're going to talk about it a little bit, but I definitely, I enjoy this game like I enjoy certain kinds of TV. Um, have you ever seen The 100, that TV show? I've seen a lot about it, but I've, I've never watched it. Yeah, so it's this uh, sci-fi show on some network TV. I forget exactly what it is about, like, you know, this space colony after, like, a nuclear war, and they're the last, like, 10,000 people alive or whatever, and they send 100 kids who are all prisoners down to Earth to see if it's still livable, um, and then it kind of, you know, expands from there, and th- it gets, like, crazier and crazier with, like, oh, and now this space colony is doing this crazy thing. Oh, and now they met this crazy group of people, and now there's acid rain for some reason, and, like, it just keeps ramping up and ramping up, and I watched maybe a season and a half of it um, from, like, the middle of season one to the end of season two with a friend of mine, and, like, I really enjoyed that show, kind of, like, in spite of itself, just because of how off-the-wall dumb it was, yeah, and how it ramped up, and, like, that's a very specific type of enjoyment, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I enjoy the crazy stuff in the council because it is so, like, it's not afraid to go for it because it doesn't, like, it it doesn't bother me because it doesn't make sense before it either. It's just like, hey, this is just more crazy shit that doesn't really tie into everything else but sort of ties into everything else, and you can just forgive a lot of it. Comparing that to something like Twin Peaks where it also starts from, like, a point and just gets crazier and crazier, but that, like, has a through line that ties it all together and it all makes sense. And also the writing's good. Um, Yeah. And this, it's like, this is a type of game, like, I don't think I would be enjoying The Council if we weren't doing a podcast on it. I oh, think definitely not. I, my enjoyment of each episode is like 50% of where it ends, and then 50% of it comes when we get together on this podcast and talk shit about it. It's the spectacle, you know? Yeah. It's this, like, being in the in the mind's eye of the creator and, like, seeing what they think about this 
you know, about where the story should go and, like, how it should go and what they will do next. Because I still... That's the best part about the council. Is, like, there's a lot of games you can't predict the plot and stuff like that. But this is a kind of prediction of the plot where, like... Like, for, say, with Life is Strange, I could guess for maybe, like... I feel like if I spent, like, two hours guessing where the end might go, I maybe be able to get it. Mm-hmm. But with the council, I feel like I just... Maybe I can still, but it... I, if episode okay. one of the council had started, and you were like, where do you think you'll be episode four? And you were like, that dude's my dad, I'm a demon, <laughs> my mom's my sister, also Washington's great, not terrible, yeah. and half these people are dead, I may have killed some of them. I would have been like, yeah, I don't I don't really think so. Here's the thing. I don't I, know. I'm, I'm going to backpedal a little bit, and I'm going to say, instead of things that would I would never guess... It's more things that I would roll my eyes at if someone yeah. said. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, my character's a demon. Funny. Mm-hmm. Like, very funny. Oh, yeah, funny. the cardinal. Oh, I'm going to take control of his body. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and write a letter to very the Pope. Very cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that's true, I'll write a letter to the Pope. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. And it's fun. It's fun yeah. because of that. Like, if this game took itself too seriously or didn't go off the rails, it would be a, like, a bona fide bad but game. But it does. Because the writing is just not I mean, I there. think it does take itself too seriously sometimes. At points. At points. At points, it definitely has a high a high horse there. Mm-hmm. But not but enough it, for me to say that it's, like, too serious on itself. Yeah. Um... I have some points about Mortimer and the final decision to talk about, but do you have anything else you wanted to hit on first? Because that'll be kind of lengthier. Um, hmm. Let me just kind of, like, think here. Let me just think here. How'd you like the puzzle? Huh? How'd you like the puzzle in this game, the the Pope one? Were you writing the letter to the Pope? The Pope one was very good. The Pope one was very good. I I agree. I think that was a good puzzle. It was well-balanced. There was enough, like... There's enough, con- like, uh, investigating, but not uh, too much where I felt overwhelmed by, like, all this ridiculous, outrageous mm-hmm. shit. Um, and you yeah. didn't have to fucking walk around exactly. looking at things. Exactly. And that's that's a godsend to just have, like, hey, I know 100% of the information is in front of me, so I can figure it out. I don't have to worry whether or not I was missing a button or something. Yeah. So that was a good, that was a good puzzle. Good job on that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big the spear one was that's okay. the name. The spear one was bad, but that's fine. Oh, I do want to say, just as like a funny like Mortimer comment, he does say like your your talent must have uh, manifested itself somehow, and that how uh, you know like you should have already known about this, like you should have already guessed because of Louis's undescribable charisma. Oh my god! And I <laughs> laughed so hard because it's just not true. <laughs> I, I have a note written, written down that literally says what the christ is going on natural charisma question mark question yeah 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 that's it that's oh, all i have to say god that's fucking good um then yeah i just want to talk a little bit about this because so i i think last episode episode three they actually did a pretty good job of setting up a mildly interesting historical fiction. Like, they did a good job of introducing this, this, you know, conflict of Mortimer trying to, you know, go for democracy because he thinks it'll help, you know, things grow, and he thinks it's the right way to, you know, 
for the world to flourish basically and then you know this idea of the louisiana purchase kind of being the the turning point for that and then home disagreeing and like different conflicts between different parties and you know how that affects things geopolitically i think they did a decent job of that um they did just kind of throw it all entirely out the window in this episode so whatever but they did a decent job of it Uh, yeah i i liked mortimer at the end of episode three i thought hey here's a guy who likes democracy i'm cool with democracy and then here's a guy who like has a plan and maybe it's a little gross you know he's like hey if you can start a war along the way go for it and like that's not super cool but he changes so much for me in this episode right because like home is shitty because he's like well we just want to keep controlling the humans because that's what we do and we stop them from killing themselves and we need them which they never explain why but they do um but you get the option to question mortimer about why he wants democracy and specifically there is one tree where you get to question like how do you feel about progress? And I don't know if you went down this tree, yeah. like this conversation yeah. tree. Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Yeah, yeah. it's fucking terrible. Like, the, I don't think that it's, like, poorly written. It's just so gross because you get to ask specifically, like, what about religion? What about women's rights? And what about freeing the slaves? And he gives you an answer for each of them that is, like, correct in air quotes, but bad like it it feels like he gives you the answer that like a white boy in sixth grade would give to an essay question that's like why do you think we should free the slaves um because you're like well what about freeing the slaves he doesn't even he doesn't say slavery is bad he says we should get rid of it because it's an abomination because we should be able to have slaves working and getting paid so they can be taxed and the economy can continue to grow and when you ask about women voting he says well yeah as soon as we can like get automation to the point where it can do the woman's job then she can get into the workforce and then we can grow the workforce and we'll have more people and like his ideas are just like yes we should do this because in the end it'll be good for like the economy at large he's never like slavery's bad because we're enslaving people Women well, should have the right to vote because they're people. He's like, also, he does specifically say, like, automation will take over the woman's job, which is really fucking gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, he is espousing huh. the end goals that I want, but, like, his means to those goals are completely devoid of the human element in right. every way. Well, and and it turned him from, what... like, somebody that I supported into somebody that's like, you're better than home, but you're fucking gross and i actually think that's a really good character turn for him yeah and i think i can maybe maybe shed some light if you didn't weren't thinking about this as to like why you know why he needs why they need the humans i don't think they need it for any like biological purpose of demons i think it's more about like it's the only thing to do like clearly yes they're so bored that like this is they've lived for so long this is their project and they want to see like who can win at this project like whose solutions make for the best world um i mean when they're done with it then fucking start a new game am i right like (laughs) i bet that's like the kind of like thought progress there but yeah new game plus you know new game plus yeah um now with more hate uh (laughs) and yeah so i i don't know if you thought i think i feel like you did think about that probably it, it, it crossed my i mean i didn't spend as long on that but yeah it, it, it crossed my mind and i was kind of on the fence on if there was 
maybe a biological reason just because of the way sure that he not. does emphasize need like maybe they can't exist outside of a host body or something like that yeah but i don't know that's it's kind of i was unsure about that i mean like if you die when you're possessing someone else like do you just like sling back to your old body like he also describes like people being louis asks oh <laughs> this is a good one before we head out here <laughs> After you do the first, your swap with Piaggi, uh, you go to uh, Mortimer, and he's like, well, you know, how'd it go? And you have the option to be, like, really <laughs> excited about it, and he's like, yeah, I can't wait to do it again. And, you know, you ask more about it, and he's like, yeah, like, some people could just, like, hop body to body to body to body, and they get lost in it. And I'm like, that's terrifying. Yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Set up a dark world in the council. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, like you said earlier, like they definitely enforced this rule, and I think they only enforced it to, so you didn't question things. Is that like, well, we don't, you know, we don't do anything to anyone in the mansion. We wouldn't dare to. But like, yeah, I kind of wish they wouldn't have, because that sets up for me like questioning everything and everyone I've talked to. But I feel I like I think they they do leave a hint of that though, right? Just because like. They say they don't, but then he has you do it anyway. And, again, the conversation with Piaggi earlier, he was acting really weird for no good reason and had, like, a nosebleed. So I I still am like, okay, well, maybe they did. Like, maybe the reason that Jacques Peru killed himself was because they knew he was going to vote against him, so one of them, like, possessed him or did something to him like that, you know? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But, I mean, what doesn't make sense, though, is he can live. You know what I mean? You can say, yeah. tell him to not kill himself, and he doesn't. I mean, yeah, maybe he I, just does it later anyways, but. It's a good, this is a good point. I don't know. I'm sure he would anyway, because, like, come on. It's the council. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, come on, I mean, he's he's Jacques Peru. Come on. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 ideas and i don't really have too much to say on them so yeah i think unless you have anything else that can that can wrap it up that wraps it up for today for the council part four burning bridges waiting for part five can't wait honestly can't wait honestly want to see what's going on because i look every time they've just taken it one step further i don't know what the next step is but i can't wait to see jesus walk through that door (laughs) (laughs) Ah, it's my dad, Jesus Christ. I'm going to be so (laughs) fucking mad if his dad isn't still Jesus. (laughs) Yeah, that's wicked. Um, So, if you want to check out what we've got going on, you can fucking take a look at us. Thoughts from (laughs) Pete. Hey, take a look at us. We're honest. If you want to check out what we got going on, just fucking look at us. Come on. (laughs) Look at me. We're thoughts from player one. Our tagline's fucking look at us. <laughs> That's the new tagline. Bumper I can see the title now. From <laughs> the council episode, whatever, part four. Hey, look at us. Just look at us. Um. So, <laughs> oh, Twitter. God, I love it. Thoughts from P one. Uh, Facebook. Just search thoughts from player one. Uh, you can send us an email if you have questions. If you played the council, which would be an honest shock, I'd put money <laughs> on that. We'll never talk to anyone who's fully played the council up to the point we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
But if you have, you know, and you want to ask questions, or if you haven't and you want to ask questions, give us an email at thoughtsfromplayer1 at gmail.com. Or if you want us to play um, any other games, we're currently playing through Life is Strange 2 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't know when episode 2 is coming, but hey, uh, that'll be that'll be something that you can ask questions for either about the first episode or if you want us to talk about anything when we finish that. So lots of opportunities to, uh, you know, uh, get a question in, have us talk about it, all that good shit. So um, next week we will be talking about Sonic. Next week is our off week no we just had an no off week, we just Alex. had an off week that's i'm no, no, crazy no next sonic. week is sonic and then sonic the following is halloween yeah so we, we might that one will probably try and get out before the 31st yes probably the 30th is my hope um so we and don't know what to play for halloween so if you know any good spooky games we would love 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 to know i thought i thought i thought we decided on a game <gasps> oh shit <laughs> cut it all out i'm sorry Boys and girls, you don't get to pick our game. We pick our game because we're we're thoughts thugs from player one. We're thugs from player one. I love it. Thugs from player one. Just fucking look at him. <laughs> so we're going to be playing a game that will get us no clicks called. Oh, yeah. I love it. But I would love to. The reason we picked uh, this game is called I Have No Mouth So I'd Scream. Uh, it just seemed like a cooler, older horror game that, like, I kind of got some good vibes off of. There just wasn't any, like, good horror games that I could really find. I mean, I haven't bought it yet, so, like, if you want to try and change my mind, like... By all means, yeah. Yeah, by all means. I haven't bought it yet, so, you know, if you think there's a better game or if you really liked that game, uh, you know, let or us know. Or if, like, a crazy good horror game drops in the next, like, four days. Yeah, which is possible. It's Halloween, you know. We'll yeah. see. Uh, so, that's pretty much it for us on the social media side of things okay that was weird because i i sorry to butt in again i know i said a whole three things the whole podcast but i was really busy checking my twitter oh yeah that's a thing we established about me is i have a twitter true He's crazy on Twitter. I bet you. I want. I bet you right now. Fucking George Washington's got a baller Twitter with like a hundred million followers. Yes. Be sure to look for all the clues on my Twitter, Louis. You'll find all the clues there about Elizabeth Adams' death. We're still <laughs> trying to figure it out. Hmm. We're still not sure if she's dead. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's all the. Chicken broth in the chili pot. That's it. Wow, I just ran for that one away from the George Washington impersonation as quickly as you could. <laughs>